0: Hey, chiropractors. We're ready for another Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I have an interview with Darcy Sullivan. She is our Uh, You know, resident SEO specialist, and we have her on periodically to really try to update you on SEO, tie some of the uh, pieces together here. You know, there's a lot that goes into it, and sometimes it gets confusing. And in this topic, we're actually going to chat about how content marketing, SEO, and social media work together. And SEO is search engine optimization. And so we're gonna dive into that and how it all ties together and some easy strategies for you to do that to where it's not like you have to have a content marketing plan and then an SEO plan and then a social media plan. Uh, A lot of times it's one plan that works together. Content is the fuel, um, you know, social media and and search are distribution channels and we can do some things to optimize that. And we're gonna discuss that in today's episode with Darcy Sullivan. Welcome to the show, Darcy. I appreciate your your time again. I always like to have you on at least a few times a year because the topic, the topics, I should say, we've always talked about are, are important. And obviously with uh, search, a lot of times it's changing and there's certain best practices that morph into good and bad over the years. And I'm sure if we were having this conversation in 2013, it's a lot different than 2021, would you say?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So it's always good to keep that going. And today we're going to discuss how, and this is a, a topic that's you know near and dear to my heart too, because we're going to talk about content marketing and how that with SEO and social media work together, uh, which is something I mentioned before on the, the, the topic of a total web presence. I wrote about it in my book, and this is, is essentially a summary of that. And we're going to dive into that. So let's... Uh, you know, give us a a 30,000 foot overview first, and then we'll dive into it.
1: Okay. I'm a huge fan of SEO. I talk about it all the time. And SEO, search engine optimization, Mm -hmm. focuses on making sure that your presence online, more specifically, your website is Mm -hmm. easy for your target audience to find. So SEO makes that demand. Content marketing helps fulfill that demand. And then social media helps elevate it and take it to the next level
0: it makes a lot of sense i think and i wrote it again in my book about distribution channels of content you, you got to have information to, to actually uh, fuel for this fire in a sense and the content's gonna be a big part of it so i think people miss that they're concerned that their website's not performing right and you look at it and it's it's just a kind of an online business card. So can you start with that part of a website missing content and what that does to your SEO?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Our our website is our hub. If Mm -hmm. Facebook goes down tomorrow, people might not find you if that's your only means of connection with them. So you want to make sure that your content lives on your website and that it's clearly connected to what people are specifically searching for. With chiropractors, I like to keep things simple, problems, solutions. People are searching either for their problem, their pain, or their solution, how you're going to fix their problem. Mm -hmm. That would be a chiropractic adjustment or a specific technique that you offer. So you want to make sure that content is actually housed on your website. And then from there, it gives you the opportunity to repurpose it when your initiatives are lined up and you have the same goals with your content marketing, social media. And when we say content marketing, we're we're talking about more than just social media. We're talking also about your email campaigns. Mm -hmm. So I find it's a little sad when I see some chiropractors that do a really good job in one area. Maybe they're just making videos for social media and just pushing social media. But not ever actually leveraging that by including that content on their website or they're blogging like crazy, but they're not sharing that via social or they're just not doing email marketing campaigns, utilizing all the content that they're spending time and energy developing,
0: yeah. let me touch on that a little bit. Just to provide a little clarity. You mentioned people are searching for, say, the pain or the condition or they're something that's going to help fix them. And, that's why on our website, we've been working on condition pages and services pages with your guidance. And because some people, people are going to search plantar fasciitis and they'll be in Atlanta or something. And if you have a lot of great information on your website on that, there's a chance that's going to pop up with search or they're going to look for chiropractor Atlanta. And, and it's going to really help when you have that information all built out on your website. Is that correct?
1: Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Perfect, and and then yeah, to your to your other point is, you, you I do know some chiropractors that are doing very well on social media. Like one platform, maybe like Instagram, tends to be one that chiropractors are doing very well with, and they get new patients on that. But they're not they're not connecting the dots, and they're not getting it back to website and search. And then on the other hand, I know a lot of chiropractors that are doing very well. Uh, with search and getting 10 new patients from Google every month and they're doing the right things, but then they're not really doing anything with, with social media. So I wanted to ask you a question on that. Why the chiropractor that's doing well with Google new patients and and their websites functioning well and the search is going well, uh, but they're not doing much with social media. What would be the benefit to them to start doing that and distributing out some of that content?
1: So much. So many benefits. (laughs) One, more visibility. And Google denies that social signals play any role in their ranking. But Bing states that they do. While being in such a smaller marketplace than the big almighty Google, you've got to keep in mind that social media gives you a whole nother section in an area to market yourself and social media sites within themselves are search engines and one social media platform that I know a lot of people set up and they walk away from is Google My Business. And while we could do a whole chat on just Google My Business, it it really is one that chiropractors, because of local SEO, need to make sure that they're paying attention to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Google My Business is I sometimes say it's, you want to build that out just like you would your website, right? In the sense of you want content on there, you want to make sure that your information's correct. You want good pictures. You can even do some videos. There's a lot you can do with Google My Business, obviously.
1: There there really is. And then there's the opposite, the taking what's on Google My Business, which would be your amazing reviews mm-hmm. and not just letting them sit right there. You can repurpose those. You can add those. If somebody gives you an amazing review about back pain, how you help them with back pain, that can go on your back pain page of your website. Mm -hmm. And that provides content that you didn't have to write on your own.
0: That's a good, that's a good example. I've mentioned them before, but we use ReviewWave and they do a lot of different things. The, the, the main the uh, thing they talk a lot about is getting more Google reviews, it's automated system and stuff. But the other thing they do is when someone does leave a Google review, it then auto posts to our social media platform, the actual review, which is nice. And then you could take it a whole step further. Like you're saying is if they mention a condition or whatever you help them with, you could just copy and paste that, put it right into your condition page. Is that what you're saying?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna so that. I'm going to steal that idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and if you aren't using Review Wave, you could, in turn, make a graphic using mm-hmm. Canva or other free, simple resources, yep. to highlight these reviews and then share them out through social media.
0: Perfect, that makes sense. And <clears throat> I think one of the, it's if I needed a tissue right now, I would, I would say, oh, I need a Kleenex. I go for a soda and I say I need a Coke, but it could be a Pepsi or whatever. It's just like, you, you, the terms become something and. Everybody just assumes it's Google when we're talking about SEO, but search engine optimization. So we're talking about search engines. And and like you mentioned, there's Bing and there's uh, Google obviously. And then there's YouTube. Isn't that like the second largest?
1: YouTube, YouTube is huge. And one thing that I see with chiropractors is video and SEO are going hand in hand Mm -hmm. more and more now, and video and social media are going hand in hand. And ideally what you want to do is take your bigger videos, have them on YouTube, embed them on your website, and then cut them up smaller for other social media areas, but sometimes I think people just aren't ready or haven't really played around with YouTube. So they think mm-hmm. that either the their video should live on their website when really you would rather have it embedded mm-hmm. and also repurposing that long video into short videos that you can also use through your other content marketing efforts.
0: Yeah, and, and by putting it on YouTube first and then embedding it on your website with Google owning YouTube, that's going to give you some benefits for sure. And then I think a lot of chiropractors think that if they're going to start shooting videos and put it on YouTube, they're going to become a YouTube star. And that's the only way it's going to be worthwhile. And that's just not the case. You got to assume you're not going to be a YouTube star. It could happen for sure. And and more power to the chiropractor that, that does that. Uh, But you're using it really as a library of your information to really help with overall search engine optimization and and then getting that information distributed out through other methods as well. Don't sleep on YouTube as far as how it's going to provide new patients for you without necessarily being a million followers, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And just as SEO is important to your website, SEO is important for social media platforms. So you do want to make sure that you're optimizing your content, your description, that you're using your key, your primary keyword throughout social media, including YouTube.
0: All right. We got a new special from Cairo specific for modern chiropractic marketing listeners, you are going to get 15% off your monthly subscription for your first year with ChiroUp. And with ChiroUp, you're going to have access to condition-specific patient reports with online and mobile access, best practices protocols for over 100 conditions with video tutorials, clinic dashboard with key practice stats and outcomes, and auto-generated MD initial and release summaries, plus much more. And uh, I think it's a great supplement to your overall content marketing strategy, and all you need to do is go check out them at bit.ly, B-I-T dot slash Cairo Up, M-C-M, and you can get 15% off for a full year. And if you do that and you email me, Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com, I will uh, d- throw in a 30-minute consult call with you uh, to go over how you can utilize some of this to supplement your content marketing to help grow your practice. So check that out at bit.ly, b i t l y slash slash M-C-M, as in Modern Chiropractic Marketing. Check that out for 15% off your yearly subscription. Okay. So with say YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you want to really make sure you're getting a lot of good information built out onto those business pages, uh, we'll call it. uh, And that'll help your SEO potentially?
1: Yes, absolutely. Perfect.
0: Yeah. uh, I know that was something I learned from you too, was with YouTube in particular, we did a lot to build out that page with information. And even when we upload videos, making sure the subject line and all that type of stuff it, just a, a couple tips with SEO for YouTube can you give us those not you don't have to go into all of that I know it's a ton and you have a whole ring. it's
1: a yeah it's a ton and I'll include I'll send you the link to our full article on it yeah. really you want to make sure that you are that you've identified your key target word that you're using mm-hmm. it in the appropriate places that you're filling out the descriptions correctly and again I'll give you a link to the guide that goes into detail. Otherwise, and it'll be a whole nother yeah. long conversation. But really key with that is that should be your main location for uploading your video mm-hmm. and not Instagram per se. Because sometimes when you take your Instagram video and embed it on your blog, mm-hmm. it, it's just not going to look as nice or get you the traction that you'll get by embedding your YouTube video.
0: Perfect. And I know during the pre-recorded chat, we were chatting a little bit about organizing this and, and what a workflow would look like with an editorial calendar and and such. Can you give our audience a little bit of a flow of how to do this and organize it accordingly? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So editorial calendars are amazing. And what, what they help you do is organize the who's on first and when things are due and how you're going to use it to make sure that you're really meeting the goals that you have set. So you wanna identify who your target audience is for the piece of content that you're developing, what the targeted keyword is, what type of content it is, and then how you're gonna use it and distribute it along with who's creating it and first draft dates, publication dates. So in an ideal world, let's say you have a piece of content like Three stretches to avoid running injuries. Mm-hmm. And you write out the blog post. You can then shoot a long video that accompanies it that you would load onto YouTube, embed into your blog post. And then maybe you take those three stretches and you slice up the video. And you've got now the long video, the short videos, a link to the blog post. So you've got four plus pieces of content that you can share via all of your social media sh- um, channels that look unique. And then you can also use that towards your email marketing campaign. So everything should work together so that you're not just headed in one direction and missing the opportunity for stuff you've already created to use it.
0: Yeah, it's great to organize it, get ahead of it. I, I recommend people usually do that towards the end of the month for the pre- the month coming up. What I a lot of times start with is I, I try to get people to write a blog and then that topic will probably give you a few video ideas that you can then shoot and put into the blog. And then once you've created those two pieces of content, blog, video, you get that onto the website, all that of stuff that we've just talked about. But then, yeah, you start thinking to yourself, how else can I distribute this? Facebook, Instagram, Google, my business, email. You could even print out the blog if you wanted to and put it in your waiting room. There's a lot of ways you can get, it. you could send it as a newsletter to your patients. It gets a little expensive to direct mail that, but essentially you're just coming up with a, a couple topics and being able to create a few pieces of content and then distribute distribute them out accordingly. And then you can even curate other content from like a Cairo up or smart chiropractor where they provide some content and you can get that out to to help supplement that which is we've been doing that for a long time for our practice and then we switched gears just a little bit from a capacity standpoint to where we wanted to and we're almost actually done but we've spent a lot of resources getting our condition pages done and we treated those like we would a blog if we wrote it once it was written we got video in there we got it emailed out we got a facebook all the different things And so now not only are we building our website as a a massive content platform, it's given us great content to get it out there on social media. So that's how it can all work together.
1: Absolutely. And you mentioned the conditions pages, conditions pages and services pages. You can also take a piece of the content from any of those types of pages and share it via social media. It doesn't just have to be for your blog post or in the other um, direction, it doesn't just have to be a stagnant image. You you do want to use it and leverage social media to drive traffic to your website. So it's good to also include content that is linking back to your website when you send out content via social media.
0: Yep, definitely. You, you want to get people back to your website. There's no doubt about that. Uh, that's why they call it the hub and spoke model, the website being the hub it's owned property. So no one can really take it away from you. Like you said earlier, Facebook mm-hmm. can change the game on you and Instagram can. And I think there used to be things like mm-hmm. Vine that was popular. Some people built their house on that and it got taken from them. So you get it back to the website and then everything else are the spokes uh, to get it out there. Is there anything else on this topic that you want to uh, share with our audience to really get them to understand this and and to start implementing it?
1: I I think the key is to look at the content that you already have to see how you can use it because I think some people get so nervous with social media where they feel like they're starting from scratch but when they look at their website they've got years of blogs already loaded up and they've got great conditions pages that they could be sharing as content and if you are starting start with your Ideal audience, mm-hmm. then work on your keyword. And then I, I feel like it's easier to take a big piece of content like a blog post and to chunk it up into smaller pieces to share versus starting with something small, like leveraging, taking just a blog post and mm-hmm. trying to convert it into a, or I'm sorry, taking a social media post, like a Facebook post and trying to convert it into a full lengthy blog post.
0: Yeah. Say that again. Cause I, I think that's an important thing is, is it's one thing to write the blog and a nice robust blog and get that out on social media, but you don't want to do the reverse.
1: So I have seen specifically where chiropractors have said, or looked at their social media content and just literally copied and pasted a Facebook post. So it would be just 50 to a hundred words, if that some Mm -hmm. hashtags and an image, and that's not going to help you from an SEO standpoint. So you want to make sure that you're, you're starting with the big beefy piece of content Mm -hmm. and then hashing out small doses of it via social media.
0: Perfect. Good piece of information there. Yeah. I, I just, it's always fun to see, and I know my practice has, has done it. When we're out of network with insurances, which is a hurdle when when you're from a, a chiropractic business standpoint, when you're out of network, you're tend to, you're gonna thrive on referrals. And it's going to be harder to get the online stuff, even though we get we actually do a good job of it because we're so diligent with it. But I've always said is if if I was in network with all the insurances, we'd probably get 20, 25 new patients from Google alone. As it stands, we get over 10 already because a lot of times uh, patients will find us and then they'll go to their insurance plan. Oh, I'd like to go there, but we're out of network versus if any in the audience is listening, they're in network and you start to do this type of stuff consistently, that flywheel starts to spin that we've talked about where it just starts churning out new patients without you having to put a lot of effort into it other than creating content and getting it out there. But historically, chiropractors have had to go and basically drag people in to their practice or rely only on patient referrals, which some do great with that. So there's nothing wrong with that. But imagine a a scenario where you're getting a ton of patient referrals and you're getting a ton of referrals such as Google search and, and social media and you're not having to go out and do health fairs and spinal screenings and all that type of stuff. It's just, it really can grow your practice and, and make it a lot easier for you. And and it just compels a lot of people to come to your office.
1: And we had looked at numbers of what was driving, which blog posts of yours were performing the best. And you've got content that's years old, that is <laughs> yeah. still just like driving consistent traffic to your website. Don't think that you can only go out and post a blog post once. Mm-hmm. If you come up with quality content, that's evergreen, it, it's going to, you can leverage it longer because you can send it out more frequently. Mm-hmm. And if you do have something that's just slightly dated, like a blog post from a couple years ago that you notice is very popular, go in and update it and then make sure that you're resharing it.
0: Absolutely. it's. I've done that before. Updated content, resent it out. It, it was a great blog four years ago. It doesn't mean it's not a great blog now. And, and if I resent it out, uh, a lot of people aren't going to, they're not going to, they, they probably didn't see it the first time. Or if they did, they're not going to remember they saw it. Still good information. I could joke around. There's been a couple of times before. I've purchased the same birthday card, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea, but the receiving person did. But uh, for most people I aren't going to recognize that, right? So perfect. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? I know this was a, a great little kind of wrapping a bow on why creating content, having social media presence and all that, how it comes together for your SEO and how it generates new patients. but there anything else you'd like to mention?
1: No, that's it. Just whatever you do when it comes to social media, don't overlook the Google my business and make sure that you're using social media to drive traffic to your website as well.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on in in the next few months again.
1: Sounds great. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show.